This is the G220 Effect. I am Steve. I'm Denai. And we're here back again. Want to bring you truth in the booth. Hallelujah. Welcome to another episode of the G220 Effect. We are so excited. You can check us out on YouTube. You can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on SoundCloud. So if you have any of those platforms, please follow us. Please like us so that we know that this information is reaching as far and wide as possible because we want people to hear the gospel. Hit that like button. Hit that like button if you can once or twice. Hit that like button. Just no. hit it once because I think twice will undo it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Praise God. You know, well, I don't know nothing about the internet. <laughs> Praise no. God. Praise God. We're so excited. So we're just going to recap on the last episode. So this is a series called Truth Be Told. The last episode that we did, it was so awesome because we talked about what's a truth and what's a lie. And we talked about the importance of building your house on a solid foundation. That's what the word tells us. And when we build our life on lies... Well, then our house can fall away. It's like building on sand. But when we build our house on, on a solid foundation, like a rock, something that's solid, then our house can stand, right? No matter what comes, what you build and put on top of it, it can stand. Yeah. So we talked about the importance of just knowing what is a lie, what is a truth in our lives. And we're just going to continue to just go deep in that. And today we're talking about identity. You know, what is the truth of your identity? Yeah, the truth or your identity. Wow. What am I identifying with? What do I carry with me what, that, that was born with me? Or, or I, it grew and it became part of me. What is my identity? And so we find out that sometimes we find our identity in certain things that we grew up with or certain things that we picked up on, we might have learned. And so for some, I say our identity is found sometimes in tradition. And what I mean by tradition is something you you just was you grow with that you always did. You know, I always ride my bike at six o'clock, you know, I'll, and because you always ride your bike at six o'clock, you feel like that's always gotta happen at six o'clock. And so when it doesn't happen, it's it creates this this place where, oh, I'm mad or I'm angry or I'm discombobulated or uh, I can't do it or, or or this, you know, but for most of us, I can give you a good example is how sometimes our family do certain things at certain times of the year or they, they gather a certain way and it becomes tradition. You know, it becomes life. And this this is the thing that we live by, you know, and sometimes it limits us because we, we do certain things a certain way all the time, you know, and because we do it like that. It, be, it, it gives us a comfortable setting where it's just comfortable and I don't want to go outside the box anymore because this is how we do it. When sometimes out the box, it may bring you life. It may bring something new. It may bring a new understanding of how to do the thing that you've been doing traditionally. And some of these things that we do that are let's in just talking about family and tradition have not been working, <laughs> but we still yeah. find ourselves doing the same things that yeah. are not working. And yeah. it's like, okay, it's time to to look at these and just uh, and and really see where is our identity because if we build our identity on the right thing that's true, it will it will work. Yeah. Because we know that the a great foundation is the word of God. Yeah, yeah, and, and the foundation of the word is always a good foundation because you know what? It's it's not something that's going to be leveled. It's not something that's going to be beaten. It's not something that's going to that's going to fall away. It's something that brings life, you know? You know what with, with tradition sometimes being closed off doesn't bring life. It's like, "Oh, we obligated to do it. Now I'm freely doing it." You know, when you freely do something, you love it. You're going to love doing it. You're going to have life in doing it. You're going to be like, yes, 
I love it. Yes, let's do it. You know, and it's not a schedule you follow and it's not a precept that you continue to stand on that's not living, is not life bringing. It's something that you feel freely doing like it's part of me and I can do it. I have to share this story. I don't know if I've ever shared this story. I find myself sharing a lot of stories over and over again, but it's awesome because that's the foundation of just life, right? You just story upon story. But my grandmother used to make us uh, clean the house every night after the day. Before we go to bed, we had to pray. We had to clean the house first, then we prayed. Okay. And so it became a tradition. Every night that was the same thing, pray and clean the house or put things together, put the pillows back together in the living room, right? And so I asked her one time, why do we do this? And she would say, oh, so that the angels can pass by our house. We don't want them to pass over our house. But if the house is clean, then the angels will stop by and they will visit with us when we're sleeping. So I actually thought that this is what you do. I just think that that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> The angel just chilling on the couch while you sleep. So, so here you are, you're grown up later in life. You find yourself every night, you have to put the pillows just right and do things just right. And if it's not done that way, you get all frazzled because this is the way that we always did things, not really understanding why we did what we did. And and guess what? What my grandmother said was not biblical. I hate to say it. It's, no. The angels are going to come regardless. But it's just so funny that that was like a, a tradition that continued on in, even in me. Um, I don't do it anymore, but I remember when I got my first place on my own, I was just cleaning up and putting the pillows back together in order because I felt like that's what you do. But yeah, so we have to be really mindful of those traditions and really look at them and and, and base them on the word. Is it yeah. sound? Is it is yeah. it a solid foundation? Is And we can find my identity in that. I can yeah. find my identity in the way that my family did things or the way that uh, this person did things or the way that I've always been doing this thing because that's might not even be what God called me to be. You know what's funny? You can't find your identity in law. Law doesn't bring identity. Law brings, uh, it, it, it kind of forces you to do stuff. You know, it kind of, kind of make you do stuff that you started regretting doing it. And you're like, why am I keep doing this? But you're still doing it. You find yourself still doing it because you're comfortable in doing it. And so when you when you get out of, that traditional values, you start to see that there is freedom in doing things, not that one thing. Yes, that letter kills. That's what the word says. Yeah. <laughs> so another uh, place that we see people finding their identity in can be denomination. You yeah. know, I'm Baptist. No, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a Pentecostal. I'm Protestant. <laughs> I'm, I'm Catholic. I'm Lutheran. <laughs> Lutheran. <laughs> No. <laughs> you know, and you find your identity in those things. And yeah. it's like, okay, is that where identity should be? Because if we look at denominations, I mean, we're not going to go into history. Steve has good history and he knows how, you know, we started seeing different sects and different denominations. Yeah. The, the whole point was God wanted the body to be united. So yeah. we can't find our identity in this class of people and that class of people and this. Now, there's nothing wrong, by the way. Let's just like put this disclaimer out there. These things that we're just talking about and finding identity nothing is wrong with them it's no. just that we have to know what our foundation is what where our identity is first before we can get involved in these other things and you know what's funny because i always say denominations create division you know it creates division because when you think about it if everybody is working in the same spirit which is jesus christ and the holy spirit then why are we so split up in denominations because denominations only saying that we good at i'm a baptist we good at baptizing and I'm a um, Pentecostal. We good at uh, we good at uh, letting the Holy Spirit fall. 
you know, and then you get Lutheran. We good at being Lutheran and Catholics. We good at being Catholics, you know, and what we do, you know. Uh, and so that brings division. It doesn't bring you closer. It brings you farther apart. But when you can say that I love God or I love Jesus or I love this, this, this thing that we call the Holy Spirit, or it's not even a thing, but if I love God, just say if I love God then we all, and we all love God, we should all be worshiping together. Yes, because the word tells us that we need to be united in spirit. We are one spirit. There's one spirit in us all. So that is the thing that should glue us together, not find our identity in the fact that I go to mass or the fact that this is the way we do things and this is the way I do things. I I remember having this conversation with a cousin of mine, and she felt as if um, people that were not Catholic were always condemning her of not not believing Jesus the way that 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 she knows Jesus and and she really felt condemned and it, it made my heart sad because if we really just all had the same understanding of who, who Jesus is and what the word says about him then we will be united and there won't be any division so yes our identity in a denomination um, can make and I just wanted to share this all these things uh, is created in being comfortable yes and I wanted uh. to share this so Mark seven thirteen says making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. So it's just reminding us that when we do things traditionally or we put things in a box, it really makes the gospel, the word of God, of none effect. Yeah. This good news that we have that Jesus Christ came to fulfill the law yeah. <laughs> so that we can be free and yeah, live yeah, in, yeah. in that awesome grace that he has provided for us, of course, with the balance of truth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, another thing that we wanted to share was finding our identity and possessions. Yeah, my nice ride and my nice house, you know, you know. And these Gucci clothes. You know, my Gucci <laughs> belt, you know, my Louis Vuitton purse. Because as soon as you see somebody with a Louis Vuitton purse, you automatically just put them in a whole different class of people. They're yeah. this kind of class of people. They're that kind of pl- class of people, which is wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful in the in the sense, I'm not saying it's a great thing. I'm just saying that it, it helps us to know classism, but it doesn't yeah. mean that that's where yeah. our identity yeah. is. Yeah, I got a quick story. So we went on a vacation during Christmas time down to Georgia, you know, visiting my wife's mom. You know, we had a good time. We went shopping. And so in the process of we went shopping, we went into the coach store. And when we went into the coach store, we were looking around, you know, you know, just to see certain things, you know. And then all of a sudden we started talking to the cashier and the cashier is just like, yeah, I got that purse. You know, every purse my wife mentioned, she got that purse. I, her identity was in that purse. You know, she's like, yeah, girl, I got that. Yeah, that's nothing. I got that. Yeah, I got that purse. Yeah, it's nice, but no, nah, it ain't it. You know, and it was just like, wow, is this your identity in these purses? But you know what was funny? She said, I have it. It's just been sitting in my closet. I don't even <laughs> use it. <laughs> so, so here she is finding an identity in something she, she doesn't even use, but she has so many of them. Yeah, she doesn't even care for this stuff, you know. And so that's how we can get caught up with having our identity being found in things. Because guess what? After the after the initial buy or the initial wear, that thing is not even that valuable to you anymore. And you just put it away. 
And I mean, we live in a society of everything is trending, right? You, your identity is found in the things that are trending. Everybody got to have yeah. this kind of shoe. Everybody's got to have this kind of outfit. Everybody's got to have this so that you are identifying with a group of people. If you're an artist, you probably wear this brand. This yeah. brand signifies you're an artist. Yeah. And you find your identity in that. If you wear Louis Vuitton, you're part of this brand of people that yeah. represent this. If you wear this makeup, you're part of this brand that represents you. So it's like you we find these hashtag trendings that we always talk about and people find their identity in that and, no, we, we and not, their possessions. Yeah, and we're not knocking you for wanting things or wanting nice things or what we may say nice things. We're not knocking you for that, but just your identity shouldn't be found in that. And, you know, I got a scripture for that. Romans 14 and 17 says, the kingdom of, for the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And so what I'm saying with you is that that first part where it says not meat or drink, that means it's not something that's tangible. It's something that you can't replace. It's something that can't be moved. It's something that you have already on the inside of you. You know, meat or drink is something that's perishable. You know, clothing is perishable. A car is perishable. But, you know, having peace, love, and righteousness, righteousness is unperishable. It's something that you have. It's something that you have in you. You just have to unlock it and find it. Amen. And you find it in the word. Yeah. <laughs> and just the last thing that we wanted to share, I just want to say, I don't find my identity in being a female. Do you find your identity in being a male? No. Okay. <laughs> you are? I mean, you identify I, as a male, but is your identity, is who you are based on whether you're a male or a female? No. Or I, is it more on the word of God? It's more on the word of God because guess what? The word of God is the only truth that, that beats any lie. Yes. You know, because you can say, oh, I'm a baseball player. And because I got this bat, I know the truth. I got to swing this bat. Yes. But guess what happens with the bat break? What are you going to swing? You're going to strike out and you're going to be out. So you have nothing for it. So what happens? But my identity being found in Christ is always going to result going back to what? Christ. You know, if I say um, my identity, I'm a male, I'm a, I'm a black male or, or I'm a white male or I'm a, or a, Caucasian, or I'm a Hispanic male. Come on. What else? What else? You're always going to have to say something else afterwards. But if you say, my identity is found in Christ, they're like, okay, how do I get to Christ? It's going to bring life. Not me saying I'm a male or saying I'm a female. It's not going to bring life because guess what? The person's going to say, I'm a male too. Well, I'm a female too. Okay, what else? You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make people look at you crazy or funny. You know, it's not going to do thing, do anything that's good. Yes, and we, we are seeing a lot of that in our society today where sexual identity has become such a big part of who people say they are and what they find their identity in. When, yet we, we know the word says in Genesis 126, we're just going to go and read that. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the, all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, God created he, him, male and female created he, them. So we know God created male and he created female. And that's wonderful. And he gave them a job to do. He gave them something to put their hands to, um, to tend to the ground. Wonderful. Um, that was that was what he created us to be. So he created us with that with that purpose. But he created male and female. So um, that's just where our foundation is, is through the word. OK, he created you to be a man. He created me to be a female. And that's that. Period. Well, and guess what? That's truth. 
That's the truth. That's the truth. He created you to be a male. He created you to be a female. And that's truth. You know, that's the truth. That And sometimes we sometimes believe the lie because of hurt or because of pain or because I just don't want to agree with you because I, I don't see eye to eye on that. And that's our opinion. And it's not truth. Our opinion sometimes is not truth. You know, and sometimes our hurt leads us to lies because we don't want to actually see the truth or get the healing that we need. And a lot of times we, we, we take what we can and we say what is comfortable and not want to get in the ink uncomfortable because the uncomfortable, guess what, brings stuff out. And once it starts bringing stuff out, guess what happens? You start to see truth. You start to see freedom. You start to see different things. But guess what? You got to build through all. You got to get through all that clutter, all that dust, all the mites, all that different stuff just to get there. Because guess what? God wants you well and he wants you to see what truth look like. And the truth, like we said last week, it makes you free. Yeah. Knowing that truth, knowing that foundation, knowing that it makes you free. And um, we just want to ask. So I'm going to ask you, Steve, where do you find your identity? I find my identity in Christ. And why do I find my identity in Christ? Because guess what? The Holy Spirit has taught me who I am. And, you know, because the Bible speaks of who we are. And when you read it just naturally, you can't even understand it. It said we were made from the dust of the ground. It said he breathed the breath of life into our and we, and we became a living soul. You're like, okay, okay, well, that's God doing that. Yeah. But once you get to know who and get relationship with who, who God is, and you, you start to see your light in a different manner, you start to say, well, okay, man, that's interesting. God created me just out of his own image. And what did his image look like? His image looked like me. And so guess what? I identify with the one who created me. Because guess what? I look like him. I sound like him. I move like him. And, you know, the only thing that's limiting me to being him is just that I work in a natural body. And this natural body has to perish someday. And, you know, he's unperishable. He's, he's, he's infinite, you know, in all his wisdom and all his glory. And so guess what? I want to be like the image who made me. Amen. Yes, the one who created. We are created beings. That yeah. is definitely uh, where I find my identity in is that God created me. He knew me before I even, I mean, if you, st studying science just makes you have such an appreciation of how little cells can now come together and build something. And yeah. he created Denai and Steve and they started dividing and making more cells until yeah. Steve was fully formed in his mother's womb or Denai was fully formed in, the, in, in, in my mother's womb and, and, and the DNA that I carry and the things that he has given me. And then I come on this earth and, and I find out who Christ is. And now I identify with who I truly was created in the beginning. Yeah. You know, when we talked about Genesis one twenty six, I get to know who I am, that I'm not just uh, uh, some, some random person just walking on this earth. Oh, the big bang theory happened and I just came about. No, God gave every detail into who I would become everything that he created in me he created well and and because of that that's where i find my identity lord you know who i am yeah. you know what you created in yeah. me and and i think it was it's that's why it's so important for us to to know why is why is it important for us to know our identity and we talk about how it helps you to identify your purpose in life just like i said i w it wasn't that i was a mistake something just 
boom, it happened. Yeah, your parents might say that you you came when they weren't expecting you. <laughs> you were a mistake, baby. <laughs> but you know what? You came from a God who created all things, and He created male and female, and He created every creeping thing on this earth, and, yeah. and He gave purpose to man, yeah. and you were part of that creation. So they, even though yes. They might say you, but they weren't ready for you. <laughs> it wasn't the right time. But you know what? God created you. That's what's important. He's your father. He's the one that created all things, including your mother and father. Them coming together and creating you. So there is a purpose for our life. Yeah, and you have a vital part to this story. Yeah, you play a part in this story. And it's just not a little part. You have a major part. It's, a, it's your lines. It's nobody else's. You got your own lines in this story. And you got to read them well and it's not found in my gucci outfit it's not found in my nice car and my nice grass at my house it's not found in my job and my title and my accreditations that i have from my education it's not found in the denomination that i'm under but it's found in who the one that created me right he's the he's the one that holds the blueprint he's the one that created all things so he's the one that i need to go to and say hey lord what is who 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 am i and then begin to go in the word with that understanding that, Lord, you created me and I want to know who I am. And I, I'm, I'm 100%. We are 100% sure that when you open that word and you ask that question, you'll begin to understand who you are. Yeah, and you know what? You know what's funny? You begin, you begin to see purpose. You begin to have a life that's driven by purpose and why I'm here and get to know who you, who brought you here and who got you here and who you are in that amen and you are building your house on a solid foundation on a solid foundation where i know who i am so despite if i have this home i have all these things that that we named earlier that i found my my identity in um i there's so much more to me in the creation that god placed in me so we just want to pray for everyone out there today father we just thank you for every individual that listened to our podcast today father if they are struggling with finding their identity. Steve and I always talk about uh, kids in college and how that time can be so rough because you're trying to figure out you're no longer in the safety of being at home and you're now trying to figure out how do I fit in into this world. Father, I just thank you for those those that are in college, Father, and then they're just looking for where their identity is. Let them know that they were created by you. Father, thank you that it will be such a truth in them that they have a purpose on this earth, Father. We thank you that it won't be identified by things or people or peers, but it's identified by by who you say they are. Father, thank you for even individuals who have grown and, and matured in, in tradition and, and always found their identity in other traditions that were from family or places that they were born in. Father, we thank you that you came to fulfill the law so that we will be free, Father God, to really know who we are in you. So I thank you that they will find their identity and have the courage to say, Lord, I want to know who I am and live that truth so my house will be built on a solid foundation. Thank you, Father, that your truth will test any time. And Father, that the truth that we know is going to make 
us free and walk in that freedom. We thank you for everyone who hasn't received you, Father, that they know the truth in their heart, that Jesus is Lord, that they, Jesus died and rose in power. And, 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 and the offer is that if we accept him, we are saved. So thank you, Lord, for the confession uh, uh, that will happen, Father God, and individuals that have listened to this podcast. If you have not received Jesus yet, it's just believing that he died for you and he rose in power so that you can have life and life eternal with 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 the father him and the holy spirit and we just uh, say just say yes open your mouth and just say i receive it now in jesus name so we just want to say thank you for listening to our, our podcast today we pray these things in such confidence because we know the word is true we pray these things and we say lord it is so in the name of jesus so hopefully we catch you on the next podcast yeah and this has been the g220 effect and we're ghosts 